Hi everyone, and welcome back to Human Experience at Work podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming two special guests from PricewaterhouseCoopers consulting firm. First, I'd like to welcome Khalid bin Break. Khalid is a director with PwC's Middle East Government and Public Sector Consulting Practice. He's an accomplished executive with extensive experience in selling and delivering large-scale multi-million dollar engagements in the areas of strategy, organizational development, and human capital management. Khaled has recently been the recipient of the award for the best Emirati in a leadership category in the UAE, sponsored by the Ministry of Human Resources and Emiratization, as well as the recipient of Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum's Impactful Leaders Program. I also welcome Boudi Cassis. Boudi is a manager with PwC's Middle East Government and Public Sector Consulting Practice. He has an extensive experience in delivering large-scale transformation engagement in the areas of strategy, operations, business management, and human capital effectiveness. Boudi has had the remarkable achievement and been involved in various roles and practice-building activities, including the Middle East Digital HR Survey that we'll be talking about today. Khaled and Boudi, thank you for joining me. Today, we will be talking about the digital HR maturity in the Middle East, a research that PwC conducted in 2020. First, I will start with you, Khaled. I'm really interested to know what triggered PwC to launch the digital HR survey in the Middle East region in collaboration with SAP, and what were the objectives of this exercise? Nelly, first of all, thank you very much for inviting us to be part of the podcast. Uh, we're absolutely delighted to be here today. Now, to answer your question, uh, in reality, the world today is undergoing unprecedented change, even before the COVID-19 pandemic struck. There were large-scale shifts in demographics, climate, and economic power, led by advances in science and technology, and digitization in particular, these are just some of the examples of factors that are disrupting the world as we know it. Now, HR departments in the region have traditionally been transactional service providers. However, in the last few years, we have noticed that there is a desire among both private and public sector clients to transform the role of HR and to make it more uh, strategic value added function that really shapes talent and develops leaders. In addition to this, there's also been a desire by our clients to embark on digital transformation programs and mainly digital HR programs to really enhance the efficiency and effectiveness of HR departments and further contribute to the growth and development of organizations and enhance overall organizational performance. We launched the study to better understand how digital transformation is impacting organizations in the region and mainly to also understand and to better understand the impact that digitization is having on human resources. And we hope through the study uh, that it helps inform decision-making and paints a broader picture of the possibilities digital technologies can offer so that organizations can start rethinking HR functions for the digital world. Tell us a little bit more about the timeframe of the survey how and when it was done. I know the COVID disrupted a lot uh, of projects we had uh, initiated, at least uh, from our side, but how was it, let's say, for, for you and the survey? 
We launched the survey in February 2020, um, and we made adjustments to some of the questions and parameters after the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, just to get an understanding of you know, the survey respondents pre-COVID pandemic and post. Um, and our survey essentially covered uh, four main areas. The first is one, we wanted to understand the digital maturity across organizations. Two, we wanted to zoom in a little bit further and understand the digital HR maturity of organizations and what are the specific activities and processes that are typically digitized within organizations. Third, we wanted to understand the talent acquisition and retention practices of organizations with regards to digital HR. And finally, and I believe most importantly, we wanted to understand the enablers and barriers to implementing such you know, digital transformation programs. We surveyed over 600 respondents across the region and a large proportion of those respondents came from the UAE and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And of course, the respondents covered uh, you know, various levels of the organizations from the C-suite, uh, senior management, middle management, as well as the junior management. And more than half of the respondents actually represented large organizations with 5,000 plus employees. So this gave us a, a good flair of the digital HR practices across those organizations. To further enrich our findings, uh, we actually conducted various interviews with government and private sector representatives working based in the UAE, um, Saudi Arabia, as well as Kuwait. Thank you, Khaled. And I appreciate that the respondents are from different countries, functions, and levels in the organization to help us gain different perspective on the digital maturity topic. Now, when you started the survey, you mentioned that the intention was to look at digital maturity in general and HR digital maturity in particular. What business and HR trends did you consider when building this survey? That's actually a great question. Uh, there were multiple business and HR trends that we considered. One, we wanted to look at the digital maturity of organizations in the Middle East. And we also wanted to look at the level of HR maturity within those organizations. This includes, you know, what are the digital capabilities of HR functions in the Middle East? And what are the different activities and processes within HR that are typically digitized? The second is the role that HR should play in the new normal. Should HR continue as a service provider, as an administrative function, or should it play more uh, of a strategic role uh, in people analytics, in promoting flexible working arrangement and in enhancing employee performance, productivity and overall employee engagement. Third, we also wanted to look at the importance of implementing digital HR transformation program, uh, the benefits that such programs provide, as well as the key barriers that prevent such programs from actually being implemented across the organization. Overall, we learned a great deal from the survey findings, and we hope to discuss some of these trends during the podcast. Yes, I think I believe you have recently uh, shared the details uh, on October 27, and I really wanted to utilize the opportunity of having you on the podcast to dig a little bit deeper into those uh, insights and those findings that you have identified. So. Based on this research, what were the major takeaways, uh, Khalid? From my perspective, I'd say that there were three key takeaways. Uh, the first key takeaway is that only 9% of the overall respondents 
said that their organizations are innovating in HR with digital technologies. Now, this highlights how HR is not regarded as a core area of digitization program across organization. And it's clear that more work needs to be done to capture the full potential of digital transformation, particularly with respect to HR. The second uh, key takeaway is that CEOs sponsor digital initiatives four to 10 times more often than any other executive. Now, this suggests highly centralized decision-making about digitization, meaning that the C-suite who lead different business operations must actively engage with the CEO to help them understand you know, which technologies to adopt. And I think, in my view, it should be a shared responsibilities and other business executives across the organization should play a leading role in driving and sponsoring digital initiatives across the organization. The third key takeaway, which is also interesting, was 72% of the survey respondents said that the pandemic had actually accelerated their organization's digital transformation. The unprecedented measures taken by Middle East governments to suppress the spread of COVID-19 had led to mass remote working facilitated by digital technology. And we see more and more organizations now wanting to embark on such transformation program to be able to succeed and thrive in the new normal. Now, although organizations are keen on embarking on such transformation program, our survey identified a number of obstacles that must be overcome in order to turn HR into a business function that leverages digital tools to help shape people's strategy rather than uh, you know, be the standard administrative service providers. And for these programs to actually be successful, Change management is critical, leadership sponsorship is critical, and culture overall that is conducive to these programs is also going to be critical for these programs to succeed. It's a shame that only 9% are innovating with digital HR, because I know the opportunities are there, not only to drive efficiencies in the back office, but also to enhance employee engagement and experience overall. But it's a nice segue to my next question around the appetite to digitize the function. What did the survey result highlight in terms of appetite to digitize HR? And what are the key factors influencing this decision? Now, our survey results show that HR departments still have a lot of work to do to capture the full potential of digital transformation. As I mentioned, only 9% reported that their organizations are innovating in HR. And 13% believe that their HR function is ignoring digital altogether. Now, years ago, uh, when we spoke about digital HR, it was all about implementing SAP and other similar you know, ERP platforms. Today, it's much more than that. Today, it's about improving the employee experience. Today, it's about enhancing the employee productivity. And today, it's also about moving to more advanced applications, such as predictive modeling, and leveraging data and people analytics to make more informed people decisions. When you talk about the key factors influencing organizations' willingness to digitize HR, one, the need to align with the global trend of remote working, which is accelerated by the COVID-19 pandemic, is considered one of the key factors. The pandemic has made organizations realize that digitizing HR is necessary to navigate the challenges brought about by the pandemic. Now, HR is naturally seen as the function to drive this change. However, our findings suggest that HR functions in the region 
are still at an early stage in their digital transformation journey. The reality is that many organizations still leverage manual processes for back office and administrative HR activities. However, we have seen some organizations leveraging digital tools to enhance efficiency and effectiveness. But to embark on such initiatives, one, there needs to be a very strong business case for digitizing HR and the benefits needs to be communicated well. Second, it would be a lot easier to digitize HR if there were other services across the organizations being digitized. And third is the change innovation mindset. Is the organization culture conducive and allows for innovation and change? These are some of the key factors that organizations typically uh, want to have uh, in place before embarking on digital transformation programs. I couldn't agree with you more, Khaled, on the importance of having the right culture and change innovation mindset when embarking on a digital transformation journey. However, another important element of success is digital skills in HR. How did this come out in the survey and what are the skill gaps you see today that HR leaders should start looking at and building for the future? So when we look at the survey respondents, uh, respondents in both HR and non-HR roles say that HR departments need more digital reskilling than other functions. Now, 57% of the survey respondents believe that HR is in need of reskilling, followed by finance and procurement. And again, this is partly driven by the fact that there are multiple back office HR activities, such as payrolls, that are still conducted using uh, manual processes. Now, there's also a greater perception that HR needs to move away from being a service provider to play a more critical role in the organization uh, in terms of shaping the overall people strategy um, and talent management strategy. This is also clear when we're having these discussions with clients is that there's a lot of talk about the need for digital reskilling uh, within HR. Now, the reality is, um, having spoken with these clients and based on the survey respondents, it is clear that, you know, to start on a digital reskilling program, it's very important that you show the potential of leveraging such technologies. For example, using artificial intelligence and CV screening can really speed up the recruitment process and provide a better service and experience to employees with obviously, uh, and this stretches across the various um, different HR activities. So it's very important that these benefits need to be communicated and um, uh, you know, these benefits are also tracked in real time to ensure that you know, organizations embark on digital reskilling programs. Interesting, Khaled. You highlighted very nicely that digital HR transformation is still at an early stage in the Middle East. From your experience, what should organizations in our region do to remove the barriers and accelerate enablers towards digital HR transformation? Change isn't always easy to implement. Uh, with respect to digital HR transformation in general, we noticed that there are three main barriers within Middle East organizations. One is the mindset barrier. So there isn't enough support from leadership to look at transformations internally, particularly when it comes to digital HR. In addition, since you know, some of the companies are not fully mature when it comes to digital HR, it becomes difficult for you know, senior executives as well as in certain cases, middle managers to see the kind of impact that these digital tools will generate for the business. 
Um, second is the funding barriers. Now, in, in most cases, such investments are not prioritized. And this is partly because, you know, executives don't necessarily see the benefits of embarking on these transformation programs. And third, I would say, which is also critical, are skill barriers, because there are certain skill and capability gaps within the organizations. And the reality is, you know, to embark on such transformation, you would need to have the right skill sets in place to be able to support the transformation and to be able to maintain these digital tools and obviously, you know, create this awareness within the organization. Now, upskilling holds the key in enabling digital transformation, according to our respondents. And again, what the survey is telling us is mindset barriers and unwillingness to change are always cited as the biggest obstacles to digital transformation across the organization, followed by budget restriction. And finally, is the lack of clarity of what digital transformation really means. So there needs to be a lot of work on change management. There needs to be leadership sponsorship. And you know, uh, there needs to be further clarity within the organization as to what does digital transformation really constitute what benefits can it get? And most importantly, what is the return on investment? There are many important points you mentioned there, Khaled, that I'd like to re-emphasize for our audience. The importance of upskillings, removal of mindset barriers, the clarity on what does digital transformation mean for the organization and what are the benefits and return on investments. Moving over to you, Budi, you are probably my first guest who belong to the millennials generation. I'm interested to hear from your perspective as a millennial on how much digital HR transformation is important and how does it impact your experience at work? Thank you, Nelly. It's, it's really great to be here. As a millennial, I believe that digital transformation should no longer be seen as a luxury, but rather it should be treated as a necessity. COVID-19 has forced us all to challenge you know, the assumptions we have about work. And, and I knew that generations, including all millennials who are coming into work, they're not really motivated anymore uh, by monetary or financial incentives. Rather, what they really care about is stuff like workplace flexibility, personal development opportunities, and healthy workplace culture. Remote working has been used as a first line of defense against you know, this pandemic. And even though I feel that it's certainly a step in the right direction, it is only the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more potential in using technology for learning and development purposes. And having said that, digital upskilling on its own will not have the desired effect if organizations continue to operate in a business as usual format. What we want to see, especially us as millennials, is widespread culture changes, which are essential to motivate employees to move away from the traditional ways of working and embed technology innovation in the way they work. And I also feel that this is a great potential where HR can step in and add great value. Organizations that not only accepts but embraces digital transformation will put itself in the best position to be a market leader in innovation and give itself a competitive advantage in a very competitive business environment. Also, looking at the recent hype in technology that has left all millennials very well aware and technology driven, Something we look forward to see in the workplace is stuff related to automating processes, digitizing HR, supporting our, our operation. And this is guaranteed to keep us motivated, engaged, and very high performing. 
So, Budi, you mentioned that digital upskilling is not enough, that it is important for organizations to embed technology into the new ways of working. Now, when you look at this from an HR processes and services perspective, HR is considered one of the biggest contributors to digital transformation of any organization. Can you share some examples where this has, ha has been done successfully in our region? Of course. To give you an example, we have recently worked closely with a client in the region who required a full transformation of HR processes and services. It was an extremely challenging project which required a cultural shift across the organization in addition to digitizing all services. We also helped embed tools such as artificial intelligence to conduct HR interviews and launched gamified assessment centers to give a more fruitful assessment experience for candidates. Looking back at the survey results, our participants were presented with a list of different technologies and were asked to rank them based on their views on the level of disruption these technologies can cause to their organizations. Respondents view artificial intelligence and machine learning, Internet of Things and cloud computing as the technologies that are the most disruptive to their business. Greater adoption of digital transformation has had a strong positive impact on productivity within organizations 58% responded that productivity improved at all levels of the organization following digital transformation. In addition, 65% said that digital transformation improved productivity by more than 10%, showcasing that digital transformation can have the operations of the organization. Well, this is great. I mean, it's, it's great to see tangible results and the impact of HR digitization. As a millennial, what else would you like to see done when it comes to digital HR to enhance existing services and processes? I think one, you know, embedding technology in the way we work, using the technology that we're used to and making sure that everything, you know, every process, operation or service is done in an efficient and effective manner will boost, you know, our motivation, dedication and eagerness to work. One, two, transitioning from ancient culture and, and embedding a new culture, you know, a culture that drives uh, technology, a culture that drives, you know, uh, collaboration, knowledge management, sharing ide new ideas and tools, uh, taking risks is something that we want to see, you know, as millennials. And hopefully we feel that this is uh, what's going to drive, you know, organization to shift from their previous kind of uh, mindset and really take on this pandemic. Thank you very much, Woody, for the millennial perspective. And back to you, Khaled. Uh, as we've seen, and we all realize that COVID has had a significant impact on the priorities of the HR function. How has the digitization agenda been impacted by the recent pandemic? And how do you see things moving forward? COVID-19 has indeed had a significant impact on the digitization agenda for companies in the Middle East. Now, the reality is the role of HR is becoming even more important now um, as a result of COVID-19. There are many questions. Um, for example, the outlook on occupational health and safety changed as a result of COVID-19. The introduction of remote working has indeed affected organizational culture as well as the day-to-day -day operation. Even the social implications of such a transformation has impacted employee engagement and, and communication across the organization. The questions are endless when it comes to envisioning the future impact and all of HR. But there's one thing for certain, is that the pandemic 
and its inherent effect on businesses has really highlighted the need for adaptability and resilience in today's workforce. It has accelerated the shift towards a new digital economy and ultimately accentuating the importance of HR in the new normal. One last point I'd like to add is nowadays organizations are increasingly looking to recruit digital roles to and digital talent to support them in the digital transformation journey. And our survey showed that you know, data analysts, uh, digital officers, uh, as well as change managers are the most popular new digital HR roles that companies are recruiting for. And we're receiving multiple requests from clients to support them in their you know, digital upskilling journey. And in order to attract you know, this talent, it's no longer about pay and incentives. Now it's around the organization culture, it's around the working arrangements, flexibility, and most importantly, it's the personal development and the learning and development agenda of organizations that entice and attract you know, digital offices and digital roles to join the organization. I like that. Actually, I would sum all of these up in the employee experience, and which is the title of our podcast, Human Experience at Work. It's no longer about the pay and, and incentive. I agree with that. Finally, Khaled, what are the key takeaways or the concluding remark uh, you know, that you would like the audience to take away from this uh, podcast today? The key takeaways from, you know, the survey findings, as well as from the discussions and the panel uh, we've had with some of the industry leaders is one, there appears to be a lack of awareness about emerging technologies and their impact on the business. And it is clear that technologies such as quantum computing, neuroscience, virtual reality, robotics, augmented reality, and what have you have great potential for organizations. Two, skills are equally important as technologies themselves. So therefore, organizations should make sure to adopt an agile way of working and invest heavily in their learning and development capabilities to continuously improve the digital skills of their employees. For example, here at PwC, you know, we have committed to investing roughly $3 billion globally over the next few years to close the gap between the ex people's existing skills as well as the new skills demanded by the digital economy. We have also introduced a number of programs such as the Digital Accelerator Program and the Data Booster Program that really teach people the fundamentals of data analytics and enable them to make better use of data, data visualization tools to provide higher quality of outputs and allowing our staff to focus more on strategic uh, activities and priorities. Third, and as I mentioned before, mindset barriers is considered the key and biggest obstacles impeding digital transformation. Yeah? And although mindset, culture, and resistance to change are likely to be far more dangerous obstacles to the road on the road to digital HR transformation, the COVID-19 pandemic has already taught us that we as humans are resilient. And when push comes to shove, we are able to change habits and ways of working in an instance. Thanks to existing digital technologies and our collective ability to embrace them, our region and the world have managed to keep going, working remotely or otherwise, despite those challenges. 
And we see this as a sign of that adopting new ways of working and new digital paradigms is possible. So that, you know, we hope that this study helps inform the decision-making of executives and helps paint a broader picture of the possibilities digital technologies and mindsets can offer so that executives can now rethink their HR function for the digital world and rethink how HR needs to play a more strategic role in enhancing productivity, engagement, and overall organizational performance. Khaled and Budi, it was great to have you here. We loved learning why and how digital HR is relevant today more than ever and how it impacts human experience at work. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Nelly. It's a pleasure being here. Honestly, it was great uh, to be here, Nelly. Thank you so much. Thank you for being with us. This is Nelly Bustani, and you've been listening to Human Experience at Work. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our 2020 Human Experience at Work episodes. Stay tuned for the New Year's edition, new hosts, new guest speakers, and always new perspectives on bringing human experience at work to life.